slap that green when you really you gotta slap the green. Damn. Sometimes I don't <laughs> give a damn. But damn, I, I wish I didn't. <laughs> Too much. All right, to so this is damn. an this is more well, kind of like an improv too, but not an improv too mm-hmm. podcast with me and George. We're trying to see if we can do it two people, two people all the way, all the way through. Yeah, damn, let's see it. All right. It's already. It's your boy. <laughs> Doing instructions. Wait a minute. Who? Hello, it's me. It's your boy. <laughs> Have like an introduction for it. Hi, I'm Tyler. <laughs> it's your boy George. Can you do that? Hi. Oh yeah. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, that reminded me of a TikTok that I was thinking. Like, I watch where it's like, uh, if you want to find like your true voice, uh, is this a girl? Yeah. She's like, yeah. It's a, <sighs> this is my true voice. And this is my true voice. I don't understand it either. <laughs> this is my true voice. <laughs> How did it get wrapped here? How does it sound like that? Dude, that song is so fucking like his his voice. Mm-hmm. And that song is so particularly like I'm yeah. like <laughs> fucking ears, dude. It's like, oh god. He goes in on that one, dude, I tell you. Like that. It's, it's a really good song. <laughs> I, I, do, I fuck with that last tonight, though, when he was like, Tonight, tonight, tonight. It's like, then tonight. I'm like, I'm like Then the freaking, like, the symphony or whatever. I want to listen to more songs that sound so orchestral like that. Like that? Oh, man. Okay, I got you. I got you. It's like video game stuff, but I think you'd like it a lot. Well, I, I also like lyrics and stuff. Like lyrics that. and stuff. You might, yeah, you'll... Maybe you like it. I mean, just, it's, it's just that orchestral sound. It sounds so big and like mm-hmm. full. That's what I like about it. How like, like, like it's not like it's like regular songs. It'll just like feel like that. But that feels like mm-hmm. there's like like mm-hmm. let's say for instance a regular song was in 3D. That feels like it's 4D. 4D. It feels like it adds a whole another depth to the song that changes the feeling of it completely. I see. I see. The song I was thinking about was from a video game uh, called Dragon's Dogma. Um, it, it's like, I mean, the game's been. Out for so Dragon's long. Dogma. Dragon's Dogma. It was a, I mean, it was a pretty good game. Um, but basically, there's like a DLC uh, where they added like a whole little island that you can go to and like grind or whatever. Uh, it's like an RPG, so you can make your own character and make like another. Like you have pawns, which is basically like one of your other created characters. So you can make them like be a fighter, warrior, archer, mage, stuff like that. Um, I will admit this game did have some really cool like magic in it as well and stuff like that. Like you can straight up cast like tornadoes and stuff like that if you're like a legit mage, and like the tornadoes are just wrecked. But you had to you had to stand there for like a minute and a half like casting it. So you guys like casting and it's like all right, the little bars going up and it's like all right, that's level one of the tornado. Level two of the tornado is like and then you just see like little effects around him. Like damn. And then once you cast the tornado spell, he's like winds his staff up three times and then. And the tornado's like giant. It's just like OP shit. Yeah, it's like hella OP. They <laughs> it have, drags everything in there. It's funny because in D and D, whenever you do stuff, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've how much you've looked into D and D or how much you know of D and D, but one turn is six seconds. Oh damn! So your turn six seconds. The next person's turn six seconds. The next person's turn six seconds. Mm-hmm. It takes ten turns to equal one minute. <laughs> Goddamn! So if you were doing that, it mm-hmm. would be thirteen turns. <laughs> thirteen turns worth. Wait, no. Yeah, okay. so six seconds. How many six seconds? Series of six seconds are in 60 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be 13, yeah, right? 10, 13. Six seconds each No, it'd turn, be 15 right? seconds. Or 15 turns would equal six seconds. Because 10 turns is mm-hmm. one, and then half of 10 turns is 0. 0.5. Oh, I see. So 15, 15, yeah. 15 full turns. 
<laughs> I didn't just cast one spell. Dude, 15, tool turn, 15 full turns is unheard of. Like, usually <laughs> fights last maybe five or six turns. Five or six, jeez. Yeah. It would take you a minute and a half <laughs> to cast Nuke. <laughs> and then at that point in time, it's a moot point. <laughs> it's just done. Yeah, no, it takes it takes forever. And so that's that's what I was thinking of was like that game um, and uh, the DLC thing. Because uh, basically you're like going through like this whole island thing, which is pretty cool. Um, they incorporate like new monsters and stuff like that. Even some of the older ones, like you fight like chimeras and stuff like that. Um, you've got like... You chimeras are scary. They are. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they, this is, like I think they also introduced death. Like, like a little skull figure that comes out and you can't kill him at all. But he shows up and he can just one shot you and your group. Terrifying. <laughs> How do you avoid that? <laughs> you just gotta. So he's like slow enough I to cast, where he. Like, I cast run. <laughs> dip. <laughs> he's got to sprint out of there. That's it. Like I think he has a little thing, so he'll, he'll be there, but he has to track you down. So like once he like sees you, then he'll chase you. So he's just like kind of like looming there. You just see death like show up, and you're like, like okay, like god shit. Yeah, <laughs> so he's like okay, I'm not gonna mess with him because uh, if you even if you try to cast a tornado a meteor on him, it just like. <laughs> Nothing. Well, if he one shots you, then <laughs> it takes you a minute and a half to cast something. He can just one shot you. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, even just one shot you. Even like yeah, it's like somebody like, running at you with a knife <laughs> while you're casting tornado. It's like <laughs> tornado. <laughs> just get stabbed. I cast death. <laughs> Insecure. And uh, shit, what was I gonna say? Um, no. <laughs> Did it escape your mind? Uh oh. What were you just talking about? Okay, I was talking about. Okay, we were talking about the island death, uh, magic casting. Oh, okay. So this is gonna be a little bit of a spoiler alert for mm-hmm. episode like thirty three through thirty five of Critical Role mm-hmm. uh, campaign three. If in case anybody's listening, stop listening. <laughs> they um, there's this character, and there's seven of them that play, which is a massive party. Usually it's like three, three, three to five, maybe. Mm-hmm. And there's seven people that are playing. And Matthew Mercer's Matthew Mercer's a boss ass DM. Mm-hmm. Anyways. <laughs> they're all level seven and eight, I think. Mm-hmm. And they went up against a character who's level fifteen, mm-hmm. which is like twice their level. Damn. And Damn. it's scary. <laughs> so I'm just gonna give you the stats. Mm-hmm. Um she, the character that they're fighting, dealt three hundred and ninety four damage Jeez. to seven people. God. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Bruh. They Damn. they dealt 194 between seven people. Jeez, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's rough. They were casting healing word and stuff like that on characters that were downed, like completely downed and not dead. Uh-huh. They had three characters die, like perma death die, oh, but they had man. the revivify revivify spell uh-huh. and brought them back. Oh, nice. But they had three characters die and five characters get knocked. More than one time. <laughs> Dang. That's <laughs> scary. What the heck? The character mm-hmm. was a fighter, I believe. And mm-hmm. she would attack and would do three attacks initially. Mm-hmm. And then each attack would be like 25 to hit. Like insane. Like, damn. She didn't miss except for like three times. I think. <laughs> Just three. Um, and they got to the point like at the end of the fight before they stopped it. Mm-hmm. Matt goes, you know, she's looking a little hurt. <laughs> <laughs> she had over 200 health. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Stupid shit. Um, anyways. Oh, and she also had uh, like echoes. So it was like th- three versions of her, but the shadows would deal the same amount of damage as her, but only, only one hit point. Oh my. What the so, hell? So Jeez. The, she would attack and if she hit you, the mm-hmm. first attack would be like 13 damage. Mm. And then it would be like regular piercing damage. And then it would be like another 15 psychotic damage. 
Oh, or, yeah, psychotic. Or, yeah, in your head. Mm-hmm. Psychotic? I think it's psychotic. Um, I think so. And then if you got on the ground, she could do a third hit that mm-hmm. would hit you, but it would do more damage because it was like she was pinning you to the ground with her blade, so it would be like an extra 10 damage per time she would hit somebody on the ground. Oh, my goodness. And every time she hit you, mm. you would have to roll a strength check, and if you got knocked down, she could do that. If you didn't, then she didn't get extra damage and stuff. Damn. She was a fighter, so she would do three hits. <laughs> 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 and then they have so she has something called combat surge mm-hmm. no action surge which makes her be able to hit again <laughs> so theoretically this one of the characters went up to her and hit her mm-hmm. and he or went up to attack her and mm-hmm. she dealt 50 damage to him in one round <laughs> wow man what the heck she's like bbeg shit Jeez. like big big bad evil guy <laughs> I think it's and they fought crazy. her at half Seven of them were half her level and got mm-hmm. there. Like, it was disgusting. Jeez. Like, she was just standing there taking damage just because. That's crazy. She had legendary actions. <laughs> she could use a legendary action to just dodge something that she failed. Like, <laughs> Matt would go, okay, she uses a legendary action to succeed. <laughs> and that's what legendary actions mm-hmm. are for, because if you're one character or one bad guy versus seven people, they have to have something to even the fight. If not, they would have just fucking stood around and just beat the just shit out of them. Yeah. And that that's not sense. a fun fight. But. Yeah. But I was like, I was watching it and I was like, fucking god damn, like this is disgusting. <laughs> this shit is gross. I was watching it and I was like, it was surgical. Surgical. I saw, that's all I could say was that it was so precise. Like she missed four hits maybe. <laughs> good. And she could do three hits per round. Mm. Or four hits per round. And she damn. missed three. <laughs> Just three. I was like, holy shit. I watched it. It was 30 minutes of them getting fucking shit on. 30 minutes of that god damn. Jeez. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> this is bad. And then one of the characters, whenever she gets downed, mm-hmm. she looks at another character and goes, oh, is she your favorite? And then mm-hmm. killed her. Right in front of her, like permadeath. Mm. I was like, that's <laughs> rough, gross. man. <laughs> I was like, this shit's disgusting. What the heck? Bro, what the <laughs> Damn. Okay, I want to play this game so bad. <laughs> I know. Ah. Stuff like that, dude. Makes me want to get into it. Yeah. I want you to watch it. Like, I wish Watching I had somebody it. to watch it with me. David's like on episode 10 of 35. 35? Does he Which keep... means he has like 90 hours to catch up with. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I have, I have too many hours to catch up on as well. Well, all the content. Yeah, the third episode, or the third, I think on Halloween, it's mm-hmm. its one year anniversary of this uh, campaign that I've been watching every week. Oh. Damn. Okay. They about in a whole year? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched 150 episodes in six months one time, and Jeez. I tell you what, that was fucking... Or 130 <laughs> episodes. 130? Yeah, Damn. but anyways, they were like revivifying people and stuff like that, and then Ashley Johnson, who plays Ellie, mm-hmm. she was like crying, and I was like... <laughs> oh, no. Like, I was fully at lunch, like, snot, like, <laughs> oh, in a cafeteria in a hospital. Mm. There was hundreds of people standing there watching me... <laughs> so I was like... Just <laughs> <laughs> in the fields. I'm sure it was so was bad, here. people were looking at me, I was like... Ah. <laughs> it's, it's pain I mean it's not out of the ordinary because of where I work people cry yeah but like I was just in the fucking I was like just ah. in it <laughs> ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> why do you sound like that I was over there every once in a while with Dave Chappelle's like ah <laughs> mm, Popeye's was ah <laughs> someone just like hears you cry ah what was, what was that dude it was so bad I was crying so hard jeez I could, yeah I mean I can imagine with like the campaigns because they, they build up the characters and stuff like that and yeah that's what I was telling somebody I was like I want to see how much hours mm-hmm. of MCU stuff there are 
Oh, for like all the episodes and stuff. And then compare that to how much hours of Critical Role there are. Dude, it would because in ep- this uh, campaign two of Critical Role was five hundred and fifty six hours. <laughs> I'm like, I don't think, I don't think it's comparable, man. <laughs> yeah, it is yeah. A, I was like, Andy's got too much. I told somebody, I was like, you know, if the MCU came out and I hadn't already watched like a lot of the shows just because I was a casual like watcher at that point in time, mm-hmm. I would have never watched them. Damn, because that's just a lot to, a lot to, um, what is it like? Process? Think? No, not a process, but like a lot to sign up for. Mm. That makes sense. And the only reason why I started watching Critical Role was because I lost, excuse me, I watched the last 30 seconds of Campaign 2 where Matthew Mercer was like, I love you all. Oh, that part. And then Travis Winningham was like, let's do it again. (laughs) That part. Everybody was like, that was so much fun. Thanks, Matt. And he goes, let's do it again. And I was like, all right, you got me. (laughs) 30 (laughs) second TikTok got me. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, the TikToks are pretty good. I I, I, I on occasion get the the like uh, well, the one that's like uh, the the one where it's like I've I've never like the wizard one, where he says uh, I've never met someone that's oh no yeah he was talking to um, I forget who it is, but um, his name oh my god <laughs> like that was a hundred hours ago. <laughs> it's gonna be a rep to remember i'll tell you what but like, yeah i know the tiktok's like, like showing we're up, essentially yeah. so the guy who's talking to him mm-hmm. his name is um he's the one who plays percy percy in yeah. uh legend of vox machina the white hair dude with the gun yeah, yeah. um his name is talison jaffe mm-hmm. and he does fantastic voices like he's really good at death voices mm-hmm. or death like yeah shit but he also for some big anime i don't know what it was but he was the voice director for it and people were like, Damn. hold on, what? <laughs> oh, voice director. Damn. Yeah, but... Um, That's cool. They, uh, what do you call it? He, he was playing Caduceus. Mm-hmm. And he... Uh, if you watch it, mm-hmm. you'll forget about it. But <laughs> he played an original character that died. Mm. And so that was his second character. Oh, the second one. Yeah, he played 25 episodes of one character. Then the character got permadeath killed. Damn. And then he came back as another character named Caduceus. Caduceus oh. Clay. And so he's he's a cleric, and he plays mm-hmm. a furbolg, which is essentially a seven foot tall cow. Mm-hmm. And he played a cleric, where he was like he uses his deep voice and mm-hmm. like all that kind of stuff. But he essentially the lyric or the line was like, in case anybody's listening to this, it was mm-hmm. like, "You're probably one of the most powerful mages that I've ever seen or met or had the pleasure of whatever." Mm-hmm. Uh, Ikithon, um, uh, the the mage's name was Ikithon because mm-hmm. they call him Ikithon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember what his first name is, but they call him Ikithon. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, Jester, uh, Laura mm. Bailey is like, oh, icky tongue. <laughs> but anyways, he was like, you're the um, probably the most powerful mage that I've met or whatever like that. But you mm-hmm. surround yourself with people who don't show you any kind of love, mm-hmm. which is evident because you said that you surround yourself with lies and deceit. Mm-hmm. And he goes, the only thing that I do ask for you is that hopefully before you die, you'll find somebody or hopefully before this, you'll find somebody who will mourn you. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I was like, shit. Dang. Yeah, so he's a cleric, a football mm-hmm. cleric. And essentially he plays like the most like philosophical, like mm-hmm. like I don't even know where he comes up with half the shit he says. <laughs> I was like, dang, like just hearing that quote is just like That's geez. he's the same person that whenever something or somebody said something, he was mm-hmm. like, Don't worry, if he comes for you, mm-hmm. uh they won't or we won't leave enough of him to have a funeral. Oh yeah. And I was like, Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> Yo man, he's got some crazy stuff yeah he's just so like 
That's just I don't know. Out of this, out of the box thinking, it's crazy. Yeah, I was like, how I would I like? What kind of fucking character would I play? <laughs> like, 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 like I've already thought about I it. I I bought mm-hmm. one of the editions of um, I think it was Tasha's Cauldron. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave David the money to buy it, and mm-hmm. I'm playing a. As of right now, it might change, but I've always wanted to play a cleric because mm-hmm. I enjoy, like, being helpful. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, and I wanted to play something that I'm not, mm-hmm. like me as a person. Yeah, I would never like. It wouldn't make sense for me to play the face or mm-hmm. the face is somebody who talks to people. I see, or something like that. But mm-hmm. I chose. I think it's called the Moonlight Cleric or something like that. Mm-hmm. And essentially, they have this thing where they can cast it on their their group, where you can see in the dark for twelve hours. Oh, nice. You get dark vision. And, like, everything's got to do with shadows mm-hmm. and, like, aloofness and stuff like that. And I was yeah. like, that's completely different than what I would play. <laughs> yeah. But I'm going to play an ASMR, which is an angel. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be, like, a bright angel mm-hmm. or a dark angel. Dark angel. But a good dark angel. Like a, I don't know how to describe it, but, like, an angel mm-hmm. that's for, like, hides in the shadows but does good. Mm-hmm. Kind of like a, I guess like in a perspective, like a Robin Hood type of thing. Kind of like a Robin Hood, but if they were an angel. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's like. Like that. It's like uh, an angel, but of darkness, <laughs> but not of darkness. There's like, I don't know. An angel like, that hides in the shadows, but does good. Mm-hmm. And they said that they're like the best at like uh, helping defend their characters and stuff like that. And I, was mm-hmm. like, I like doing that because. Like the idea of if we have like a barbarian, they come out and mm-hmm. they do damage and I do some like extra shit that makes them do like completely More. different things. And yeah. it like, it like makes the tank tankier. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I love that idea. Damn. You can be unstoppable force. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it's like, so they had a, a character in the Vox Machina Grog. Yeah. When Pike would like bless him or something like that. And he would mm-hmm. like use his axe, but it had radiant damage against like necromancy. Yeah. It does extra damage to him. Damn. Which makes sense. So it's like radiant damage against zombies like fucks them up because they're mm. inherently the opposite. Yeah. And so she would she was just like overpowering the team and like <laughs> creating like the cleric, like a battle cleric, I think she is, or something like that. Mm-hmm. But I was like, that'd be so cool. Right? Hit him with some radiant. Got got a got a shiny X. Yeah, I mean stuff like that's always pretty cool. And even then the idea of playing an ASMR, which is essentially an angel, mm-hmm. as like Somebody has this thing where it's like if you there's like a list of a hundred things that ASMR is like they're like oh give them this little quirk or like this little quirk or something just to help create a character mm-hmm. and one of them is that they're always f- like faintly glowing mm. or you can like oh, choose yeah. that or mm. anytime they walk past something like like flowers seem to respond like to them bloom. and bloom or or like cool. whenever they walk by kids stop crying and stuff mm-hmm. like that I was like. That's so cool. Yeah, something like that is... See, I like that detail. Like, uh, what is it? There, there's a game called uh, Okami, where like you, you play as like a wolf. Uh, what is it? It's it's based off a Japanese god, Amaterasu Okami. Um, I forget what, what god it is, but basically like you play like as a wolf version of that, and uh, every time like she walks... Because it's like... The game itself is like... It, it looks like a, like a, like a painting... And so your powers are, like, you use a brush or whatever, and you, like, make a mark on the enemy, and that, like, slashes them. 
Um, but every time like she walks around, you just see like a like a blooming like little pile of, of flowers that like walk around whenever her paw like steps on the floor. It's pretty cool. That's what I was oh, thinking man. about. I'm like, dang, okay. And so that gives you like the radiance from like the god itself, you know. And yeah, that was, that was kind of what that character was reminding of, which would be a really cool feature. I think was like every step you take, little flowers. Yeah, it's just a cool little like a little thing to give. I don't know, like just a mm-hmm. little, I don't know, just a little flavor. Because, yeah. like, you can play a character. Because, like, originally, I got drunk one night, and I was, like, thinking about my life, and I started writing a back character, or a, a um, like, character stuff like that, where mm-hmm. it's, like, this is just based off of me. It's, like, my mm-hmm. the mother was always so supportive, but the dad was less. Mm-hmm. Like, how it was in my life. Yeah. And I don't think it was out of, like, a, a lack of love. It was just, like, my dad didn't receive the same kind of love. Mm-hmm. And so... His words were like words that put you down but tried to make you triumph. So it's essentially like the the same thing that every hero does. Like it's such a fucking tropey thing where my dad was like, you'll never do better without me. Yeah. And then I did better. And now he's like, my son does this. Mm-hmm. My son works at a hospital. He does this. He's a smart one. Mm. But in his way, showing you love was telling you that like you were a piece of shit. Yeah. Which is so counterproductive or counterintuitive. Yeah, it is. But I use that, the back character where, or the background where it's like the character always would like do what they could to make people better and happier mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. So I wanted them to be a light and jovial character and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But then I was like, oh, that feels too much like me mm-hmm. where I wouldn't get the full, like the full feeling of role playing if I played myself. Yeah. Unless maybe that's what i need to do to get into role role (laughs) playing and understanding and stuff like that but Mm -hmm. it's just like the idea of it where it's like obviously you Mm -hmm. everything you do Mm -hmm. and create is just a piece of you yeah within like the form that you're like you're all always of your for like your art is always a -hmm. part of you yeah and so like my jokes are this of me or like this mm-hmm. podcast is we don't get into serious like deep shit like that because that's mm-hmm. not me yeah and i mean realistically it's me and then a revolving cast mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it usually stays with my my values and stuff like that mm. but we all have similar values true and so like you and i went through a lot of similar things while growing up but then mm. went completely different yeah like with john but yeah, john, john and i <laughs> did a lot of things similar but also a lot of things different Mm -hmm. and um so like the things that you create Mm -hmm. have to be you because if they're not you then you're just acting like somebody else exactly and that's you can't fully get behind acting like somebody else if you don't know how to act like you but that's like like i said um with the uh the alan rickman interview Mm -hmm. that i listened to when they were like Mm -hmm. hey i'm trying to be an actor Mm mm-hmm how should I go about it? And he was like, don't think about acting at that point. Mm-hmm. Go travel, learn yourself, learn other things, create your own interests, create your own opinions. Mm. Anything outside of your town, essentially, yeah. <laughs> or your state, like go do go something more and then mm-hmm. you can understand how, or you refine your palate, go look mm-hmm. at museums, go look at art, mm-hmm. go look at the way people live in other places and then form your opinion on your life. Mm. And then from there, you can see if somebody's giving you a quality piece of, like, a quality 
piece so mm-hmm. you can accurately portray it because then yeah. you know what things outside of mm-hmm. an hour away from where you live look. Yeah, because you've gotten a, like a broader scope of everything else that you've been around to. So if you ever need to do a certain part, then you at least have the knowledge of that without having to like really do too much research, which I mean, you always can. Well, I mean, life that. and experience of itself is research. Yeah. Like going true. and like specifically researching something mm-hmm. shows you one thing, but going and mm-hmm. living something shows you a different side of it. Yeah. Because you only go to see what you want to see. Exactly. Or what you're actively looking for. Like if I looked for a red car, I'd see a million red cars on the road mm-hmm. and I would never see a white car. Yeah. But if I'm looking for white cars, I'd never see a red car. That's right. So you have to go or you go over there and that's where you're not thinking about doing the thing that you want to do. Mm-hmm. But inadvertently, it becomes helpful yeah. <laughs> to, to do it. it. It creates a way for you to do more things. Yeah, and that's what I was saying earlier when I was talking about like like shitty movies and stuff. I think it was the last episode that we were talking about it. Mm-hmm. It was like I I see myself being other people, so I understand like like their perspective. They spent and, hours memorizing lines. Yeah, the things like the things in the background you don't see. Mm-hmm. Or it's like I've spent nights mm. trying to learn Shakespearean. Yeah. I have a I have a monologue memorized from sixth grade still. Jeez. Sixth grade. So it's from a Midsummer Night's Dream as Puck, who is a character in a Midsummer Night's Dream, but it's mm-hmm. like if we shadows have offended, think but this and all is mended that you have but slumbered here while these visions did appear. And yeah. in this weak and idle dream, no more yielding. In this weak and idle thing, no more yielding but a dream. Now to escape this serpent's tongue and to remain or lung. Uh, give us your hands if we be friends. Like like I've I've forgotten some of it, but yeah, but I mean it's still like Shakespearean there. is a whole nother language, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, here's space. But yeah, it's it's just really fun. Like, yeah, that's why I love about acting and stuff like that mm-hmm. is like I hate memorizing things, or I'm really good at memorizing things, but mm-hmm. I hate having to tell people or show people that I'm good at it. Yeah. And I so, tell you, like, oh, you've done it. You've played mm-hmm. music in front of people. It's yeah the most terrifying thing because it's like it is. This is you showing your vulnerability. <laughs> yeah. That is true. It's yeah, it's it's interesting because it's like the like our forms of art that we enjoy and want to pursue, they're really intertwined. <laughs> well, really it's, think about it's it, the it's like yeah, it's all part of the arts, and it's just always giving you like a piece of yourself out to them, just so you could see how another person like would react to it, whether it brings them up or makes them feel a certain way. I think that's always like. The well, it's thing. it's the same concept because mm-hmm. you want somebody to feel something mm-hmm. and the like the idea of creating something to make somebody feel like something Mm. so if you made a song where it's like oh my dog died on a rainy day and Mm -hmm. i woke up and my car won't start and i got shit in my shirt or Mm -hmm. whatever yeah you're trying to go for a gloomy maybe not in that upbeat sound but like yeah you're going for a gloomy sound so people gravitate to that when Mm -hmm. they're feeling like that and the same thing with art like Mm -hmm. if you're feeling bad you don't go watch a comedy. <laughs> you yeah, go watch and you're like, what is it? There's a phrase where it's like, um, like mm. birds of a feather flock together. Maybe that's not the same thing, but mm. like, or uh, something's company, like misery's company or something like that, where mm. if you feel bad, you want other people to feel bad with you. So mm-hmm. you can connect to them or you find a way to mutually feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. So you know that you're not really alone in this type of feeling. Yeah, because it's like, like after going back to it but like watching some of like cyberpunk and stuff like that none mm-hmm. of my friends played cyberpunk yeah i had nobody to talk to about it mm-hmm. it's been two years and david watched cyberpunk edge runners mm-hmm. and now i have somebody to talk to it about mm-hmm. and it's because 
I've suppressed that so much. Mm-hmm. But whenever I get excited, I want to. Just, oh, I'm like, I'm gonna <laughs> tell like everybody about everything. Yeah, because I'm already fucking high strung and like excited and excitable, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I found this song or <laughs> I found this new album, and it's like, listen to it for me or listen to it with me, and it's like, feel like this or mm-hmm. like the. I just want everybody to feel and be able to connect with everybody because mm-hmm. I connect with everything everybody feels, but I don't think everybody connects with everything that I feel. Yeah. And I I think that kind of is who I am as a person because I spend a lot of time trying to make everybody feel at home Mm -hmm. and to feel welcomed and not to feel any kind of like nervousness or Mm -hmm. anything like that. Yeah. That I forget Mm -hmm. that nobody really welcomes me the same way. Mm -hmm. And it's a weird... Uh, that's why I've told you before, but I always yeah. feel like I'm performing. I see. Because I'm always doing what feels correct mm-hmm. and less of what I feel at that time. Yeah. And because if I if all eight of my friends showed up and I was feeling bad, everybody would feel bad. Mm, I see. And if y'all showed up and y'all are feeling bad, mm. I can make everybody feel better. Yeah. That makes sense. It's just because I don't know if y'all just look up to me as a leader (laughs) or what it is, Uh but I've learned that I control a lot of the way that Mm -hmm. the people around me feel. Mm -hmm. So it's like the great power comes great responsibility type of thing. Yeah. Where like if I'm at a party, Mm -hmm. I try to, that's why I say I'm a very good addition to a group. I don't know Mm -hmm. if I'm that great as a standalone. Hmm. Because I can make a group more of what it is. Yeah. And stuff like that. I see. I see. I don't know. That's a little peel yeah. behind the curtain. Like, <laughs> yeah. It, it gets a little, like, I'm I'm like an ogre. I have layers. <laughs> but, like, I don't tell everybody about it because yeah. I, I already spend so much time talking about myself mm-hmm. because that's what I know. Yeah. And I overshadow everything just because I'm annoying as fuck and that's just how I am. <laughs> I mean... Be, be, that's 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 you, man. That's that's what you gotta. So you gotta bring out here. Have you ever like? Have you ever felt? I guess I'm sure it's probably happened like a whole bunch of times. Have you ever tried fitting in, but you never could? Oh, everywhere, everywhere, <laughs> everywhere I go. I don't even fit in at my job. Really? Yeah. You. I mean, I'm. I look nothing like the typical people that work where we work. Yeah. I have bit long hair. Mm-hmm. I now have earrings. <laughs> I drove around in an old truck that had a loud ass sound system. Yeah. Now I've got tattoos everywhere. I don't wear the dress code. <laughs> like I make myself stand out. Mm-hmm. But it's just because I don't like the idea of sitting in a box, mm-hmm. which I think, you know, I don't know. It just is what it is. Yeah. But yeah. I spent so much time. That's what I told. I said on a podcast, I think I spent so much time making myself smaller than I am mm-hmm. that I'm tired of making myself smaller because, like, when I walk in a hallway, I try to be smaller than everybody around me mm-hmm. because I already take up a lot of room. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not the biggest person, but physically I'm big. Yeah. And so I try to make sure people don't feel uncomfortable around me or don't think I'm following them or mm-hmm. I'm not trying to scare people or something. Yeah. Like, I walk by, and if you look at me, 97% of the time I'm smiling. Mm. It's just naturally how I want to be. Um, I spent so much time being angry mm-hmm. and sad and woe is me and mm-hmm. all these things that I just get tired 
And I just want to be happy and yeah. laugh and joke and spread, even if it's not my truth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, that's I mean, that's what they say. Always check on your funny friends. <laughs> like, it's yeah, a motherfucker. That is true. Like, ah, that ah, that's always like the thing is like the they're the ones you always got to look out for the most. I feel like because it's just like you know they're the ones that are always like cheering them up, but or cheering everyone up. But who's really cheering them up? You know. It's one of those things, and so it just gives you, like, a perspective of, like, damn. Like, they take the energy to, I guess, yeah, in a sense, like, perform and show everyone that, like, hey, you know, everything's going to be good. Yeah, like, this is all the affection I'm going to show you here. Cool. Everything's good. But, like, who's really looking out for, like, them? I I spent, like, this is going to sound like I'm a spoiled, entitled brat or whatever, but I had more people show up. To mm-hmm. your birthday party and Travis's birthday party and John's mm-hmm. birthday party and Brandon's birthday party than I had showed up to my birthday party because I didn't invite anybody to mine. Mm. And so seven people said, I'm not coming. I can't come. Damn. And I had y'all, which yeah. it sucked. Mm-hmm. Like it really did. It hurt. Mm-hmm. But not because I didn't have anybody there, mm-hmm. but just because everybody was like, I'm not coming. Yeah. And I was like, how could I get somebody who I work with that I know to show up to your birthday party and they know you for maybe seven hours total. Yeah. And I've known them for five years. That's true. And it's just because I guess naturally the person that I am, like mm-hmm. I can congregate people, mm-hmm. but y'all aren't that kind of person. Like mm-hmm. y'all, just y'all aren't. Yeah. So it it does hurt that like sometimes nobody says, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend?" Mm-hmm. It's always me saying, "Hey, what are you doing this weekend?" Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, but it's just, I guess, how our dynamics are. Yeah, I've kind of come to terms with it, mm-hmm. which kind of sucks. That's <laughs> what <laughs> feels bad. But it's like nobody invites me to anything. Mm-hmm. I invite people to things. Mm-hmm. That's just that's why like we talked about our relationship. Yeah, that you and I. That we have. If, if y'all don't know, George and I have been really good friends, best friends for mm-hmm. like seven years, seven years, eight years at this point, I think. I think so, yeah. And he'll tell you, I'm always the one who initiates things. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like, you've invited me to your birthday party one time. <laughs> I was like, that's the only and one. And I showed up. Yeah, you showed up. I was hey. the only one. Yeah, the only one. I was like, goddamn. <laughs> but I was there. <laughs> Hell yeah. But that's just how it's always been. I've always tried to be like, there was a point in time where you know that I was like a fucking asshole, angry, like, <laughs> angry person. I would pick on people, like, mm-hmm. relentlessly to make everybody else laugh, but it would make mm-hmm. them feel bad. And I was like, I don't want to do that anymore. It feels bad. Yeah. Transition of that, yeah. I think I'm completely different as a person I was before. Yeah. I've true. I've switched my tactics <laughs> in a lot of things where you've grown, but mm-hmm. I've one hundred and eighty percent done different <laughs> shit. Like you switch it up. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Like I think that that's that's the I think that's the coolest thing, like out of like knowing you. Because I think friend wise, I think you've like you're one of the people that I've known for like the longest, I guess, and like stuck to it uh on a day to day basis where it's just like yeah, I guess like a consistent thing, you know? And so like seeing each other for that long and every time we just hang out, it's just like always a click. <laughs> it's like, damn, yeah, we've changed like personality wise, but for sure we've changed, but it's just like deep down what we like have as a friendship here has just always like been a thing. And I'm like, damn, that's pretty cool. I'm always, <laughs> I'm also really good at rubbing off on people. Mm-hmm. Not so cool. <laughs> <laughs> but like people adopt. A mm-hmm. lot of my mannerisms, which yeah. is funny because Travis and I are very similar in a lot of things that we say, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of things that I've said in this group that become so 
Yeah. And it's so funny just watching the different dynamics. Like, I spent a lot of time watching y'all mm-hmm. and listening to things and seeing how y'all react. Like, mm-hmm. I give you a different kind of love than I give John. And I yeah. give you a different level of love than I do Brandon. And then mm-hmm. everybody gets a different kind of love. Mm-hmm. I have to be real persistent with you. <laughs> That's true. John has the ability to be more flaky, mm-hmm. but you are always late. Yeah. <laughs> and so, it's like me. <laughs> So I'll tell you what, I'll make it there, but I have, <laughs> I have to schedule things around that. Mm. And that's just how it is. That's what makes it easy to plan a birthday party for you mm-hmm. is because everybody gets off at six o'clock and they'll be here by nine and you'll show up at 10. <laughs> <laughs> so like everybody's been sitting here for three hours waiting on you and then you're like, here I am. Oh, why is there so many cars here? Oh, happy birthday, George. <laughs> Everyone's here. But I mean, even even when we like moved into this house, mm-hmm. we didn't have a fucking couch, and we had a birthday party for you already. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was like, God damn, that was pretty cool. God damn birthdays. Ooh-wee. I'm really good at celebrating people, and that's what I think. Like, I think if I went a year without celebrating people, mm-hmm. it would be like, it would weird. Yeah, it would. I'd be like, because I've celebrated your birthday six, at least six times. Yeah, so far, yeah. I'm telling you, Tyler, now we got to celebrate by going out to a different state, our country. Dude, I want to go to Ireland so bad. I'm telling you, I'm, that's, the next, that's the next idea right there. That's, that's what we got to do. That'll, that'll, be the, that'll be the key. Ugh, you're so <laughs> gross. <laughs> They're not gross, but it's just weird. You know. I'm yeah. drinking the... <laughs> uh, they're going to think there's this conversation. <laughs> gross. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm drinking uh, Austin Eastsiders Mango Mimosa. Yeah, it's it's a little weird. It is, it is. Like the mango is good, but something else that's in there. It's like, mm. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I just try to think of more about the mango being there. That's it. <laughs> that's, that's, yeah. that's what makes me push on. <laughs> well, I've already given myself a reputation of being able to push through any kind of drink, so I have that's to true. do it now. <laughs> I can't get bigger now. <laughs> can't do no more than that, man. But I think it's cool having more of an intimate podcast where it's just like you and me i mean because i can have a conversation yeah also you and i i've never spent so much time around somebody and didn't say anything Mm -hmm. but also spent so much time around somebody who and then always say something yeah what's it like being my friend being your friend like how much havoc do i wreak on your family or reap on your family at this point they're used to it (laughs) i guess reek like havoc yeah initially when we were first like becoming friends and like me hanging out with you was just like you're over there a lot. <laughs> and so it causes like conundrum because the person that I usually hung out with was like my brother or whatever, or my sister. Uh, for some reason, like in my family circle, I guess, I'm like the, the one that talks to everyone, but no one talks between themselves. So it's really weird. I don't understand. We all it. live in the same house. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make sense to me. I'm, I'm Apparently, I'm the one that keeps that circle unified. But <laughs> I don't understand why. It's just like, I guess I'm, since I'm like the youngest one, so everyone's like, hey, what's up? What are you doing? Stuff like that. And so I'm like, okay, cool. That's like the dynamic I have there. And so when I started hanging out with you more, it started throwing people off too. Cause it's like, if I'm with my brother, it's like, like, are we going to hang out? And I'm like, well, I'm going to Tyler. It's like, oh, okay. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. I was like, oh, I guess it's different. Or my sister wanted to like go do something. I'm like, well, no, I, I got plans with Tyler. I'm going to hang out with him. She's like, really? I'm like, yes. <laughs> and so that's kind of how like that whole dynamic happened. And so am I a household name at uh, this point? Yeah, you are. Everyone knows you Tyler at this point. Everyone knows you. If I'm going to go hang out with you, they're like, all right, cool. See you later. Like they, they've, <laughs> they've become used to you. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Anything I do like two in the morning, if I'm Tyler's, they don't care. <laughs> I'm just here. 
Mom, probably, mom's already given up. We're probably doing stupid shit like <laughs> exactly watching fucking She-Hulk. <laughs> we're safe. We're freaking. Dude, we've done this so long. It's been s- such a weird thing where, like, growing up, I was always nervous about like becoming friends with like drug dealers and shit. That mm-hmm. now that I'm best friends with like normal people, yeah, we're not like going to clubs and clubbing and getting high everywhere. We're just fucking mm-hmm. watching Marvel shows, <laughs> and doing podcasts. Like, I think this is what kept us so like. Mm-hmm. If we didn't have this, we'd probably be out clubbing all the fucking time. That's true. Like, honestly, <laughs> I don't know yeah. what it is because, but this has become like a second job to me. Mm-hmm. And because I invite people everywhere, yeah, they just do what I do, <laughs> which is so funny. <laughs> just watch shows every time. Damn. That's but true. was it like, uh, like more personally and emotionally? Personally, emotionally. Like, what is? How does it feel? I mean, I'm not trying to put myself nah. on a fucking pedestal or anything, <laughs> but like, no, you're good. Uh, okay, so uh, I guess I can start. From, like, I guess when it all started, yes. yeah. Now, with all this time I've spent, it's been two decades. <laughs> time is a little warped here in the podcast. <laughs> but uh, You're on podcast time. <laughs> podcast time is different than like, real life time. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so, uh, so emotionally and personally, I don't know. Like I think emotionally it's just been different in the sense that like usually the people that I've been friends with, I kind of just stopped being their friend. Like That's just like, what happens because it's just like was it, I like so overwhelming uh, nah <laughs> you're okay <laughs> or it's just okay. more consistent I think it's more consistent like I think you've been more consistent uh, most consistent let's just be real with that but like uh, I don't know everyone I've usually been friends with has been like cool until something happens and I'm just like I don't think I want to be their friend anymore type of thing uh, I mean I'll still be there like for them I guess if they need stuff but like with you it, it just I guess, like, ever since we became friends, it just became, like, a second nature type of thing. Because when we first started being friends, he kind of reminded me of my brother. Because, uh, like, he was also, like, the like the bigger one, I guess, of the group, usually. Yeah, I'm always a bigger <laughs> one. <laughs> so that's why it's just, like, it was, like, more, like, familiarity in the sense that this was, like, a friend of, like, that, you know? Because uh, me and my brother, yeah, we are close, um, but we're not, like super close like we usually just talk about like one subject like typically like video games or like music on are occasion. you and i closer than him yeah oh wow like yeah i'd say so <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> no nah, but i mean it, he'd understand <laughs> perdon <laughs> perdon me nah but uh like yeah oh, uh, i've learned it uh compromiso <laughs> compromiso <laughs> right yeah that means excuse me <laughs> yeah it's so weird i've looked it up on google translate compromiso i think is mexican and then mm-hmm. Perdóname is Spanish. Oh, yeah. Compromiso, like, so means... So I'm walking around uh, going, perdóname. And everyone's like, what? <laughs> what go, did you say? Compromiso. Compromiso. Anyways, carry on. Uh, but, yeah, like, um, I mean, me and my brother, we are, like, close, but not as close as, like, me and you are. Um, just because, I, I don't know, I guess it's a whole different dynamic. Um, like, I guess being... I don't know, it's so weird, I guess. I think it's weird, too. Like, uh-huh. I don't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. But... I've never had a an older brother, mm-hmm. so I don't know what it's like to be the younger person in the, the group. One? I've had older older cousins, mm-hmm. but like, yeah, it's it's you know, yeah, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, but <laughs> I, I, I have a whole experience about that too. I'll tell you what, but like, I've never mm-hmm. I've never been the younger one in like a, a familial group. Mm-hmm. I'm all, I'm the oldest one. I'm like my grand or my uh, on my mom's side. I'm the oldest mm-hmm. grandson mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So. It's just not something that I've ever been with. But Travis yeah. is a younger one. Mm-hmm. 
And I've noticed, like, were you, like, up their ass all the time? Because yeah. that's how Travis used to be, where he's mm. like, I, he always wanted to be like Bubba. I was Bubba. Uh, mm. And so he wanted to do what I wanted to do. I'm like, fucking get away from me. Like, I'm tired of you. <laughs> but God, now yeah. that I've grown older, I'm like, uh-huh. I like mm. him being there. Yeah. Where I told you, I think, like, yeah. two episodes ago, where it's like, I don't do things unless he's there. Mm-hmm. Because him and I grew up the same way, where I was like, we didn't get to experience things. Mm-hmm. And I want nothing more than him to be there. Yeah. It's, it's, it is, uh, it is similar in that case. Um, I wasn't like as like stuck up with them, I guess, type of thing. Cause I, I mean, for the most part, like with my family, I guess I was closer to my sister than I was with my brother. Um, just because like my sister would usually be the one that would like take care of us type of thing. So our family dynamic was more of like mom would usually be working and stuff. So my sister would be like the second you, in command. You grew up in a single mother household too. Yeah. So. That's where we're uh, similar there. Mama so, de Jorge is the real MVP. That's right. She carried us through it. She uh, brought me my personality up in here, made sure that uh, we, we stay kind to everyone, all that stuff. So uh, that was always great. And so, I mean, I know growing up, I didn't like get to spend too, too much time with her, obviously, because she had to keep us all like well-fed and stuff. So there was that. And uh, since my mom was out and my older sister... Um, she would kind of like, I guess ever since I was like born, it's kind of weird because she always like wanted to take care of me, I guess. And she assumed that role because I was like a little like child. Like a maternal role? Yeah, I guess so. And she, she like, at some point when I was like in the crib or whatever, she picked me up, but she was like, she was barely like walking still because <laughs> we're two years apart. So uh, she was like still like not walking. Oh, like so best. that's real strong. Yeah. <laughs> I've never felt like paternal to Travis like that. I don't think. Mm-hmm. I felt more like... um protector mm-hmm. i've always felt like protector in a weird okay. way yeah i've always thought that i'm gonna die protecting somebody yeah like for some reason i've had dreams about dying while i'm protecting somebody mm. or i just know that like at some point in time i'm gonna be protecting somebody and i'm gonna die it's gonna happen and i don't know why it's a weird thought but i've always mm-hmm. seen myself as a protector yeah so maybe that. <laughs> maybe was... she's had a similar idea where she was like Maybe, yeah. You were the baby, and she was a baby, but <laughs> uh-huh. not the baby. Yeah, she was like, you know what, I'm just going <laughs> to take care of you type of thing. And so, that, like, growing up, that was kind of, like, uh, that thought process. So, anytime like, it was just, like, us or whatever, um, she would always be the one to, like, try to take care of us and stuff. Um, and that's kind of how that dynamic was. Um, yeah, growing up, is it's, like, your it's a funny. lot different. Huh? It's funny talking to your sister. <laughs> she's goofy I'm always now. like, oh, my God, is that my favorite one? And she's like, oh. I'm like, well, hello, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty hilarious. I'm like, bro, she's wild. <laughs> and then... Uh, I'm just so likable. <laughs> she's she's a goofy person. Uh, she's... That makes two of us. <laughs> two of us. <laughs> yeah, she's always been great, like, growing up and stuff like that. And uh, I don't know, like, because, I mean, you've never really grown up with, like, I guess it's like, I have more siblings and stuff like that, but I mean, it's just I have weird. four siblings, or three siblings. Three siblings. But they came 10 years after I did. 10 years after? 10 and 12. Or 10 and 11. Yeah. I guess I don't know how that Or two, works. 10 and 11. <laughs> 2, 10 and 11. Damn. Yeah, I guess that is different too. So I, I'm the oldest. Yeah. So the youngest, youngest, he's... Well. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, at this point in time, we don't even speak the same fucking language, dude. I yeah. don't... These kids, dude. Yeah, it is. I'm not even an adult. <laughs> he's just walking around and be like, oh, that shit busting. <laughs> and I'm like... 
Excuse me, sir. Speak English, maybe? <laughs> Not saying that English is the one that you need to speak, but like, what the fuck? <laughs> speaking all these new slangs. Yeah. I don't even understand, man. But yeah. I've always I've always enjoyed like the differences in us. I don't mm-hmm. think like I know for sure I've done a lot of changing since I've known you. Mm-hmm. Where you've grown, but mm-hmm. I think I've done like a lot of like my personality shifted in a lot of ways. Yeah. Where like I was more quiet mm-hmm. when I was with you at the yeah. beginning. Where we would talk, but I wasn't trying to show anybody like mm-hmm. I I'm me and then I think after my breakup, I mm-hmm. became like an evolved version of myself where I'm unapolog- unapologetically myself. Mm-hmm. I was like, if I don't, if you don't like it, fuck you. Mm-hmm. But if you do like it, welcome to the group. Yeah. And I think that's what it was. I think that's why I like seeing that your side of it because mm-hmm. you and I are like very different, but very yeah. similar. Yeah, that's true. And you've <laughs> adopted a lot of my mannerisms. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what's like also like taking me out of like the shell that I was into. Because, I mean, I didn't talk to anyone really at all. I was just, like, me. You know, I was just, like, freaking... I mean, thinking back, like, the me, like, the me back then and the me now, considering that I'd be in, in a podcast is, like, pretty unfathomable. Like, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like it would be me at all. It must be someone else. But, uh, yeah, just, like, those kind of things that brought me out to who I am now is a big part, thanks to you, you know? Of course, because, I don't know, somehow... I've adopted your your your, uh, your personality here of uh, being like outward and open, and definitely I think like. The thing, oh, I'm sorry. Oh. Continue, continue, no, continue. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say like I think the thing that always like the thing that you always said that I feel like stuck with me for like the longest was the thing where you're like you know what you're never gonna see these people again. I'm like damn, you know what he does have a point because as an overthinker you're always like you know these people are always gonna think about you but that just broke that whole little logic route from like mm, I guess you're right. Dude, as as a fellow <laughs> overthinker. <laughs> I can tell you that, like, if you took heed in what I said there, mm-hmm. I commend you because even now mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, like we at work they give us free flu shots, mm-hmm. and we have to have them because of the people who I work with. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of them are immunocompromised and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> with permission. <laughs> That's not what it really means, by the way. <laughs> like the let me pass you with permission. <laughs> with permission. But the, like, I got a flu shot on Thursday. Mm -hmm. If you've seen me rubbing my arm, that's where I got it at. Oh, I see. (laughs) But I got a flu shot on Thursday, and I was going to go one day when I had lunch, because they were doing them, like, two minutes, like, go, go. They were, like, sticking, like, they stuck 30 people in, like, five minutes. (laughs) Damn. Like, nobody was there. And I was like, well, I'm wearing a tank top. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll think I'm weird if they accidentally see a nipple. (laughs) Uh, and sweet. dude i overthink so many things but i don't understand like i don't know my brain the way my brain works where mm-hmm. i'm like i don't know if if i'm wearing a tank top do they think this weird but mm-hmm. there's a lot of things as y'all don't see whenever we're doing this podcast is like i make mm-hmm. sure everybody's here all the time mm-hmm. nobody else says that that's true david texts me every saturday so what are we doing today <laughs> fuck if i know i don't know who's showing up yeah damn no yeah that's that's true but like the idea of y'all taking strength from me like i said before is like crazy (laughs) because why for one (laughs) and for two i believe that y'all can do so many so much more things than y'all think y'all can do Mm -hmm. which is ironic because i can do so many more things than i think i can do yeah i was like damn yeah y'all y'all look at me like i'm the fucking god and Mm -hmm. like y'all are like oh he can do this and i'm like 
<laughs> no. <laughs> Damn. Hell yeah. I'm one of the firm believers here. Yeah. That's how we bounced back at some point. I think we had a conversation about that too, about like what we could be doing and stuff like that and bouncing back and forth on the idea that look, <laughs> like you, your flaws or the flaws that you think that you have aren't really like even a flaw at all, that type of thing. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's just crazy, like a, a crazy notion that we just go back and forth on this. But it's such like a, a positive thing that we go back and forth on, I feel like. Because um, I've also spent a lot of time facilita- facilitating a place for y'all to do what y'all like. Mm-hmm. I'm creating a whole fucking studio right now. Yeah. You can come make music in it when you want. Mm-hmm. John can come make music in it if he feels like it. Mm-hmm. We can fucking stream out of that building. Yeah. We can do so many things. True. This podcast has created so many opportunities for us that we've never thought about. Yeah. Like, I've never once in my life. Mm. Like, even though there's, like, six people that listen to us. <laughs> Just six. But the idea that, like, sometimes I look down, I go, 70 people seen this fucking video? Like, mm-hmm. or this podcast? Like, what? <laughs> 70 people? I don't even know 70 people. That's what I'm saying. And stuff like that's pretty cool. Um, but I think I think the thing that's cool is that, like, there's a lot of things that you don't understand that you can do until you start doing them. And then mm-hmm. you're like, oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Like, how can't I not do anything? Yeah. But damn, I, I've had that notion all in one night, <laughs> and that was the first time I ever played ukulele. That Mexico story that we had episodes back, I think like the liquid courage and everything, and the fact that people reacted the way they did, in like such a positive way to the point where they came up to me and they're like, "Like, do you perform in Houston and stuff, or like, do you are you like, do you play over there?" And I'm like, "Uh." <laughs> <laughs> because Bro. then your sense of I'll never see these people again yeah. in another country is off the chart. <laughs> exactly. In another go, country, even more so. Oh my so. god, I've seen you in Mexico and you go <laughs> That's when shit like pops up. I've had somebody at work they go, I listened to your podcast, you're actually funny and I go, Bitch, what? And then for one I was like, uh yeah. And then for two I'm like, Wait, you heard it? <laughs> you listened to it? And then the idea of my mom's like, Yeah, we listened to this episode. I was like, You listen to my podcast? Right. Or our podcast, I guess. Mm. <laughs> My podcast. Our podcast. Yeah. <laughs> My mom listens to them, too, on occasion, which I was surprised about, too. I was like... Does she understand what we're saying? She gets it for the most part. Like, I think she's good at listening to what we say. Uh, she says some of the stuff, it might be, like, more faster paced, so she kind of gets lost in some of the jokes. Yeah. Which I understand, of course, because... Dude, fucking being funny in a different language <laughs> is really hard. Yeah. But they still laugh. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I showed them all the... I forgot what episode it was. Yeah, but. George has a, a cousin <laughs> in France that listens to us. Hell yeah. And I'm like, what? We out here in France. Uh, yeah. I, I brought it to all my cousins, man. The fact that she's living in France is also pretty cool, by the way. Yeah, she's like, like... Little less? Like, uh, I, I'll tell her story because it's, it's a pretty cool little thing to think about because <laughs> she... I think she initially went over to France for like a, a school opportunity type of thing. And so she was only going to be there for a little while, but I guess she really liked being there and she actually found someone that she knew. And so she was like, why don't I just like stay here and like pursue what I'm doing while also like learning about like the language and the place and stuff like that. So she eventually like learned French and stuff and just started living over there. Like that was, that's crazy. Like just the fact that school brought you out there and you like chose to live in that place is just such a cool thing to think about. I think that's one thing that I'm scared about because, like, the idea of wanting to do voice acting and, like, mm-hmm. stuff like that is really big in California. Mm-hmm. And, like, the idea of moving somewhere that seems so big and so empty, mm-hmm. like, like, 
It's scary. Yeah. Like, I think that the whole moving into a place, like, that's much different than what you're used to, I think, is, like, the the scariest thing ever. Because it's yeah. just, like... It's not, like, I don't think I'll have a problem finding people. Mm-hmm. But, like, I think that's what helps a lot of people out is, like, they go to college. Mm-hmm. And college really solidifies you being in the same group, in the same place with the people who have similar mindsets. Mm-hmm. For somebody who's never gone to college, like, that's yeah. what I see. Yeah. And just, like, like if I go and do voice acting thing, mm-hmm. and, like, what if I meet the love of my life in the voice acting thing where I'm just, like, <laughs> she's trying to be an actor and mm-hmm. be, like, oh, I'm trying to be on radio or whatever, and I'm, mm-hmm. like, I just want to do funny voices for animes. Responses and everything. But, like, mm-hmm. I think I think so cool is that I believe y'all can do the same thing that I can do mm-hmm. because I think if we fucking created an anime, it would be okay. Yeah, I think so. Just the idea of it, like, what's stopping us from doing these things? Like, money? Yeah, <laughs> yeah money Talent, for sure. Maybe. <laughs> what if we just create a script where yeah. it's, uh, it's an anime, but there's no video? There's <laughs> just no video. And that's called a book. Yeah. <laughs> Audiobook. <laughs> well, it's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> what, you what am I talking about? Just put, put all the stereotypical tropes. What do you mean? <laughs> he is slowly attacked. That's just like holding a whole little story front. Damn, okay. That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> but that's what, dude, I have so much confidence in y'all that mm-hmm. like, this is none of y'all's cup of tea. That's true. If you think about it, John doesn't talk in front of people. Yeah. John is like the most shy person I know. Brandon doesn't do it either. Yeah. You don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> Travis definitely doesn't do it. <laughs> the only person who I felt on this podcast so far mm-hmm. has been the most like me is like Joanna. Joanna. Because she's an outgoing free spirit kind of thing. She's very, yeah, I could, like the similarity between you is pretty good too because she like, she also wants to like start this podcast as well. I was yeah. like, damn, okay. She has the same inspiration too of like that whole thing. <laughs> yeah. She's like, yeah, I got me and my other friend and stuff like that. And we want to like bring it together and all the topics. I'm like, damn, okay, I see you. And so bring her to the podcast once we had her here and seeing how her personality is. Like she, she's great. Yeah. She, I think that a lot of things that help people that are weird is that like, yes, you have to have a skill set, but also mm-hmm. convincing people that you're good at things mm-hmm. is like a surefire way. Like, I can tell somebody I'm good at something and they go, okay, well you can try the job. And then I fucking learn how to do it then. Mm-hmm. Like when I got the job mm-hmm. at our first pharmacy. Yeah. They're like, how are you under pressure? And I go, great. <laughs> <laughs> I've never worked under pressure in my life. <laughs> so fucking good, dude. <laughs> Professional. <laughs> and then like when I got hired at this place, mm-hmm. my boss was like, I didn't know how long we were going to keep you because I felt you were too quiet. And I thought this place was going to eat you up. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nope. <laughs> no. I, I think I'm real resilient in the fact that, like, I can do anything. <laughs> you do anything at all, man. But, yeah. Yeah, like, she's one of the only people that I've been, like, oh, she, this <laughs> is something that, like, is her cup of tea. Yeah, because, uh, like, uh, before we had her on the podcast and stuff, she also, like, she would do story times and, like, Instagram lives. So she would already be talking to people. That's some shit I have no confidence in myself doing. Yeah, she, like, I would, uh, what was it? She, at some point she texted me. She's like, 
uh, I might go on live if you join or whatever. I'm like, okay, sure. I'll join it and listen to what's going on. She's like, okay, cool. And so she goes on live. She's like, hey, George, what's up? And stuff like that. And she's like, let me tell you all the story of this whole situation. And uh, I mean, if y'all check out the freaking Sunshine and Pickle Lines whole uh, yeah. podcast, you'll know how she goes. That's offensive. I think <laughs> I, do, I don't even know what episode it was. I think it was like 26. 20 something, yeah. 20, 20 something, but it's called Sunshine <laughs> and Pickle Lines. I think that's the first episode that we had her on. Yeah. Fantastic. It was like the most I've ever felt like inspired. Mm-hmm. When you meet somebody who's as creative and mm-hmm. like as excited to do something as you, it creates a whole new like fucking fire mm-hmm. in you that you never had before. You're like, I did. This is the one. Yeah. And like I've known her for like eight hours. <laughs> <laughs> Just eight hours. But man. like like on this kind of episode and stuff uh-huh. like that, like I feel like she could do fantastic. Yeah. I think she could. Like she's got hell stories <laughs> that go everywhere and we love joanne huh? <laughs> joanne was pretty cool but like like that's what i was saying is that this is just nothing that like any of us mm-hmm. thought that we were gonna be doing this is a real like meta fucking yeah episode right? that we have here <laughs> hella meta but i like it too because you're talking a lot more and it's me kind of like interviewing you which yeah. never happens yeah that's true this is like a, a new little is this uh, refreshing or yeah. a different kind of like it's, it's different for sure i like it it's yeah. good yeah, this is, uh, I think, probably the longest we've ever gone just as two people. Yeah. Just because I haven't been, I'm going to sound like an asshole, I haven't <laughs> been confident enough for y'all and yeah. y'all mm-hmm. to create a 30-minute episode or yeah. to create a two-person episode because, like it's, I said, this isn't what y'all do. It's yeah. been 100 episodes. <laughs> 100 episodes <laughs> in. Yeah, no, that's true. And I feel like we can do anything now, but. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, we, yeah. <laughs> I think it's weird because I've never asked you about anything like that. Like, mm. how have I wreaked havoc on your life that's completely, like, derailed you from everything that you thought you were going to do? Yeah. And I'm sure you hearing about it is definitely, like, different mm. for sure from, like, yeah. what you heard and stuff. I just want to see, like, I'm not even trying to, like, fucking toot my own horn and be mm-hmm. like, oh, what have I taught you? <laughs> but just the idea, like, mm-hmm. because, like, you and I met just randomly. Yeah. Just in culinary. Like, who fucking told you to start <laughs> cooking? Damn, how did that start? Hold on. Wait one minute. Hold up. Have I told you how I started cooking? I don't think so. A girl <laughs> asked me to join the class with her, and we were in different classes. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh, well, let me tell you how I got started into culinary. I was trying to get out of a shop class. <laughs> Matter of oh, fact, yeah, I was actually, sense. yeah, it makes perfect sense. I actually did some stuff there. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> I was actually kind of liking it, but. Uh, the shop? Yeah, the shop class, yeah. Surprisingly enough, I was like, because uh, you can weld and stuff, and I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. I think before December, mm-hmm. I had no concept of who y'all were, <laughs> except for one girl. Mm. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. she kind of like yeah. talking to everybody, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, if she was talking to you, it felt nice. <laughs> oh, Lord. But, uh, Hello, it, uh, adios. But, you want uh, a piece of this Mexican pizza, or this breakfast pizza I made? Yeah, but I want you to cut it. <laughs> but why? I'm not doing anything. I'm washing dishes. Let me help you. <laughs> Oh my god, I told you what, that's where I felt my first <laughs> Really? <laughs> oh Anyways <laughs> But yeah, so that's that's what I was coming off of uh, Was like shop class, because I mean, first off That's not what You're I not. chose <laughs> Like bro, that happened to me twice actually uh, Well, not the shop class thing, but The thing where I didn't choose something Like the first time I ever got into high school It was like The first it, time you ever got into high school? The first day, the first day of school I was checking my schedule, and they had me for, uh, what is it, co- cross-country? <laughs> I was like, is what? a class? Yeah. I thought it was, it was an, like, what is it? Oh, no, it's an elective, kind of. Yeah, it's like an elective. Like, You're like track and field? Yeah, track and field. And I was like, <laughs> I show up in there, and they're like, who are you? I'm like, my name is George. They're like, no, we've been doing this for a month before we got here. I'm like, 
I guess I don't belong here. <laughs> so for the first hour Who are you? of that class, I was just wandering around aimlessly. Like, I was like, okay. You did it was, on the football field, right? Yeah. It was like so far. So I had to find that building first, which was all the way out there. And I'm like, okay, this is really weird. Where did you dress out at? Like in... I I mean, I it's was... It's been forever. It's been 10 years. It's been forever. Yeah, it has been forever. <laughs> oh my God. It was like that... We got into high school in like 2011. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. It was uh, like, okay, so that next to the football field, that little, like the building that's farthest out. Track house? Yeah. That that little building there. That's that's where that like I it guess like they, literally comes out onto the fields. Yeah, that, that's where they they did everything apparently. And so <laughs> I had to walk from there all the way to the office in order to get myself uh, like switched over, I guess. So for a little bit of time, I was just like, to the first period I had was just me. What am I doing? <laughs> yeah, it was like I was like, this is a terrible introduction to high school. I tell you what, <laughs> the first class I have, and I'm not even supposed to be a part of it. I was supposed to be here a month ago. <laughs> when I heard that, I was just like. I, was, I literally, I think, I, like, because at this point, I was, I was an open person. I was hella shy, so I was like, okay, and I just walked out. <laughs> at this point, you've always been hella shy. <laughs> yes, this is a this is a very shy me walking out. You have other friends outside of me, right? Yes. Are I you like the go to like lead point? Or are you still quiet? No, funny enough, I think, <laughs> I think I'm the funny friend out of the group. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh, I don't know how to do it, but apparently, all right. Yeah. So, on a scale of one to ten, where would you rate me as funny? You're pretty funny. You're you're at the top. Give me a number then. Ten. All right. Where are you on a scale I'm, of one? I'm like to 10? at a, I'm like at a solid like eight, seven maybe. Seven I or guess. eight. I would I would rate myself that way. I'm not too funny, but I guess sometimes I have some <laughs> funny <laughs> moments. <laughs> the, see, I tell everybody they're like, you should do comedy, and I was like, dude, look, I'm very situationally funny. Mm-hmm. I can't go up there and say, what about elevators, right? <laughs> like that's not me. <laughs> I can't walk. I mean, I probably could, but yeah. like. No, God, no. <laughs> comedian? Yeah, no, comedians. Com- comedians, the most, man. That's funny, though. But, but yeah, so that's freaking, yeah. The high school story, and that's 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 how that happened. And then uh, I'm sure, like, what was it, like, yeah, last year, they put me in shop class, which was pretty cool. But at the time, the reason why I stayed in it was because, uh, like, my, my childhood, like, best friend at the time, like, we kind of, like, disconnected. But he showed up there, and so he was in that class. <laughs> yeah. And then we reconnected. <laughs> we reconnected. And so he was there, and then another person that was like a family friend of ours was there too. And I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool. I freaking have all the friends here." But you still talk to him? I don't talk to him anymore. So do you think I've made up the gap that you've lost with them? Probably, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> did you net positive? In this? I suppose so. Yeah, yeah I, I suppose so. so. It's crazy because uh, I, I I recently reconnected with some of those friends from like junior high and high school. Oh God, I'm falling off. <laughs> Nah, it was, it was interesting. I'll, I'll tell you about that too. But uh, anyway, so the shop class thing, as I said, we were all in there. But like, I guess like the teacher or whatever uh, that they were with, they kept getting to like confrontations to the point where they just like wanted to leave the class. I was like, the teacher? Yeah, yeah. Like that. What? I don't know. Like for some reason they would argue or whatever. Yeah, a bunch of dirtbags. Like, I mean, I don't know. They were just argumentative. I guess. <laughs> I guess I was friends with people that just wanted to have arguments. I don't know. They just got upset easily or something. I don't have no idea. But <laughs> they left, and so I was like, I have nobody here at all. I mean, shop class is cool, but it's not something that I like want to pursue if I don't have anyone that I know that I'm cool with. And so I was like, I don't think I'm going to do this class. <laughs> and so I was like, all right, cool. I guess I'll just do the next best, the next best thing. And they're like, uh, what do you want? I'm like, I have no idea. Put me on something. So I guess that's something they're like, culinary? I'm like, that's I guess it's fine. <laughs> and so I went to culinary, and that's that's what they kind of did. 
And so culinary class was that. It was great. I don't honestly, I don't yeah. remember how we met. We I don't think I fully became your friend until after high school. Like I'm gonna yeah. be honest with you. I don't know that we were like friends until <laughs> after high school. I agree. It was a uh, like I, I remember the way we met was because of well, well Matthew, of course. Um, R.I.P. Yeah, may rest in peace. But we met because of him, because I was like a friend prior to him, which I forgot what class I even had with him. But <laughs> we were we were like kind of cool, like not friends outside of uh, school, but acquainted. So when we had culinary, like I guess him being your friend too, like a mutual friend. Is what brought me and him closer. He was as very friends, loosely my friend. Yeah, I knew <laughs> him because we were in choir together in junior high. That's like <laughs> where default. our friendship met, went. Like mm. I was a, I wasn't. A, there was like something between tenor and bass, and I was mm. that because I could go, huh? and I could also go. Ooh. <laughs> so I was like in the middle. Damn. And he so. was a bass, where he's like Ooh, all the time. <laughs> so Damn, okay. And so we kind of knew each other from that. I feel like we might have known each other outside of that, but I don't know. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck if I know at this point, dude. <laughs> yeah, so I thought y'all two like, were cool in my perspective. I was like, okay, well, I we guess they know each other. Well, we weren't not cool, but I just, yeah. I kind of, I've seen him before. <laughs> I suppose that was uh, the, the only outlook I had. But uh, that's how like that whole like dynamic happened. So obviously, like I didn't know much people. I guess, did I? Daniel was in that class, right? I knew Daniel from another friend oh, group. Oh, Daniel. Hey, Daniel. <laughs> See, I knew him from like a, like a science class that I had. So I was cool with him. And it was just hilarious having a, like a really tall friend and me being really short. We're walking to class. <laughs> I'd yeah. look up to him like, hey, what's up? <laughs> I'm like, Daniel. Yeah, Daniel was 6'4". Yeah, he was or six tall. Three. Six, either one of those two. Something. It doesn't matter at that point, dude. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn, he's hella tall. So I had to look up and all that. That was cool. But yeah, he was also in that class. And so... Like that kind of what that's kind of what brought that friend group because I kind of knew Daniel, and he was like the only person I really knew at the time besides Matthew, and so those are like the two per- people I was kind of like hanging with. But since Matthew would also talk to you, that also became like the friend group I was becoming a part of, and that's how we all got to know each other. And he picked me up for some reason. I don't even know why. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know what brought that upon like you. I guess I don't know, but that happened, and, and that's that's like the first like sign of us communicating i guess which is an interesting way for things to happen um yeah based on that that that's 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 how we became friends and that that's what literally brought the whole journey of like us and then i think yeah like we started hanging out outside of school because of like culinary and stuff those events and honestly i would have not been about i, I would have not been about the, the events if it wasn't for y'all by the way i would just not show up <laughs> But since y'all were there, I was a part of it. Man, my powers reached a lot farther than I thought they did. I'm telling you, that's that's what it is, man. <laughs> I guess it people. also helped that I had the fucking party truck. So like, oh, that too. The truck wanted to hang out with me. <laughs> yeah, that, part, that truck was pretty cool. I'd like I was six, seventeen, sixteen, seventeen. I guess mm-hmm. I was yeah, seventeen going on eighteen. Mm-hmm. But whenever we started talking, yeah. And at that point in time, I had a five hundred dollar truck with a thirty five hundred dollar sound system <laughs> in it. <laughs> That sounds just like damn. That baby outside still. <laughs> but like, out dude, I was like, we we're loud. I had a, I was like, damn. As soon as I knew that you had a system, I'm like, he needs to play around the jewels in there. Bringing <laughs> 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 boom, 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 boom. Like this is gonna be the perfect song for it too. And then we're just walking around. What do you see, my dick? <laughs> <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <That's> song. Boom, <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> hey, how you doing, little mama? Dude. <laughs> 
Yes. Oh, man. Yeah, I think it's funny. And so that, I like that's, hearing your side of these because I've never these, thought about your side. Yeah, it's it just didn't interest me. I see how high me as a local celebrity, <laughs> local celebrity of the town. I see <laughs> the podcast owner. I see. I see. But I'm, yeah. just, uh, I'm just a guest now. <laughs> nah, but uh, uh, yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> this is funny. It's pretty great. Freaking! There's I, don't, I don't know why I've never asked about your side of things. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, you've never asked about my side of things either. That is true. We yeah. never just... Mm. I don't know why. <laughs> we just became friends, I guess. Yeah, I guess we just became friends and that's... You know, honestly, I don't remember a lot of things. A lot of it? You know what fucked me is pharmacy. Having to, like, relearn so many different... Th- Before I used to work in pharmacy, I was a m- manual boy. Like, I would just pick up heavy things, just move things and weld shit. Like, mm-hmm. I was the opposite of you. Yeah. <laughs> I was never intellectually like that. Mm. And then I became intellectual. <laughs> <laughs> and then you became intellectual. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I think we've done pretty good on this one. I think this so. This is a little, a little fun refresher on this one. Yeah. I uh, still got to tell you the, the, the freaking the reunion. <laughs> Oh, you want to do that now or? Uh, up to you. If you want, if you're up for another one, we can do. Uh, I'll do another one. All right, let's do another one. Already, where, where were we at? Like an hour right now? Uh, she, hour nineteen. Oh well, this has been your accidental <laughs> crew podcast. If you can call it a crew, is a crew less than? Would you say three people is a crew? Or is one people is a crew? Two people. I mean, two people can be a crew. Yeah. I think. See, we wouldn't even be a group. We'd just be a duo. In magic standards, <laughs> magic the gathering standards, you can crew a vehicle. And it, only, it can only take one person or two. It's a crew. So we are a crew. <laughs> so yeah, we are a crew. <laughs> All right. Well, this has been the Accidental Crew Podcast with me, your host, Tyler and George. We here. The big old co-host. <laughs> this was a good little like, I don't know. Right. I feel like we got into shit here. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> Just well, wait the next one. It's going to be even better. <laughs> it's going to be even better. <laughs> well, as always, we love y'all. We be- say be safe. Be kind. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. George doesn't even. George never wears the same matching socks. I really don't. Look at these. These sparkly and shiny. And then he's just got a regular ass sock. That's right. One regular and one fine. Like sh- it's got everything on there. It's got all pink. pink little corazonitos. <laughs> little corazonitos. Corazonitos. Corazonitas. That's oh. Corazonitos. Texas. Dios. 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 Anyways, we love y'all. Be safe. Be kind. Be kind to yourself. Be kind to others. And until the next one. Until next time. Hasta luego. Bye. Oh, hey. I see you stumbled upon the Accidental Crew podcast. Well, if you like us enough, follow us on Instagram at the Accidental Crew podcast. Follow and rate our podcast on Spotify, Apple podcast, Google podcast, or wherever you want. I don't mind. Got any comments or suggestions? Well, just let me know. Email us at accidentalcrew at gmail.com. See you next time. Bye-bye.